Today is Monday, December 5th, 2016, and this is Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. Welcome, everybody. This is Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flattis. With me, as always, my co-host, Shinter. What a hell of a week <laughs> last week was. Shin, how's it going? That, that's a great way to describe it. It was one hell of a week. Uh, it's been it's been busy not playing Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, I just realized when I finally logged on to uh, my computer today that I don't think I've had it even on since Thursday last week. I was kind of busy doing other things. I upgraded my PC. <laughs> You've got a pretty uh, beastly machine now. I do. Uh, so, uh, to, to tell you, I uh, I upgraded my, my uh, PC. I had a uh, i5-4690K. Um, now I'm running an i7-6700K unclocked uh, with, two, with 16 gigs of DDR4... 300 megahertz or 3000 megahertz ram and evo hyper 212 cooler um and a msi board somewhere it's like an m something <laughs> z110 something, something with a letter yeah something with a letter uh it's actually uh it's actually gonna be new eggs product of the year they actually emailed me like would you rate it i was like that's yeah, pretty great so, uh, so far I stress tested over the weekend and, uh, my, my temps were good, uh, under load about 65 Celsius, uh, C, um, and then just chilling out. It was somewhere between 30 and 35, somewhere within there, cooling out. So nice, uh, very quiet, unless I'm like really, I can jack, jack, uh, jack up the fans and stuff, but other than that, sounds great. Also, I got a new mic. <laughs> I was gonna say, and your microphone sounds amazing now, right? Not that the snowball was that bad, but it wasn't. But now I'm rocking a uh, a blackout Yeti, so I went with the black on black on black Yeti, uh, which I kind of dig. You should see my. Not that we like had any. Pro- well, yeah, we had lots of problems earlier, but uh, the uh, the stream's looking actually pretty decent. The quality's there. Yeah, right. Got like... everything set up and, and like. <laughs> It's it's not like we threw hundreds of dollars. <laughs> no, not at all. At this to make it worthwhile, uh, but we the did. The answer, I just like in my like when I'm developing software, the answer is always throw more more hardware at it. You're also the gift for the guys just throwing hardware and cash at a computer. <laughs> that was me this weekend. Um. <laughs> uh. So uh. So far. Uh. 
great stuff. I, I think I'm updating my video card somewhere in the spring of next year. I'm running a 970 still, but I'm going to be bumping that up to a 1080. But still better than my 960. I was in. I logged in the Final Fantasy and went to Idleshire in in full like everybody there, and I'm still I was still rocking about 60 to 70 frames per second. That's so, pretty good. Yeah. So I figure open world, I was getting about 80, 90. So. so apparently I was also wrong about my graphics card. I'm still rocking a 670. Hey. It works. It does. I also, I threw in, uh, to test load, I threw in Titanfall 2 and just jacked up all the graphics and pushed as far as I could. I know I have other things. I could. I have Far Cry and all that stuff, so I could push it if I really wanted to, but I, was, well, I just wanted to play Titanfall 2. Um, thing, things not related to the show, but still kind of related to the show. Uh, so the show is going to be looking, sounding much better now. Yes. Uh, so like we said last time, I have a C922 camera. Shin's got the C920. We both have Yetis. We both have decent machines. So the quality is uh, there. Um, also, I'm going to jump right into because uh, this is more show news, but. Uh, no big deal or whatever, but we're kind of on iTunes <laughs> and Stitcher and Google Play now. So, um, and and along with that, hopefully that also means that uh, we'll actually start getting the episodes up on time. Um, hasn't really happened in the past so much, but we have our website set up now. Most of our our process is pretty much there. So after the show, we'll get the episode uploaded to uh, YouTube and to uh, our website and once it's up there then it should eventually get out to itunes and google play and stitcher uh probably within the day or so yep um so it was pretty fast set up uh so all of our backlog episodes are on itunes stitcher and google play so if you missed anything you're at work you want to plow through about i don't know 20 hours almost of like content of us Go for it. There's some good stuff back there. You can let, laugh with us and make fun of us and listen and to you can it. hear how the, the quality has changed from we used to have content and we sounded really bad to we sound really good, but we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> hey, I mean, the show came up like like a, a thing from heaven. I was just like, yeah, I have an idea. I have a thing. I also have an idea for Christmas. But... But spoilers. It may involve it, it, it's it may be a pain and it may involve other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I don't have no idea if anyone any of them would actually do it, but it would be awesome. Also have an idea. I can actually talk about this. I have an idea, but it would have to be him you and I finishing fifteen and doing a special episode of Maelstrom where we actually talk about and review Final Fantasy fifteen. But we're, Alright, so we'll do that like mid twenty eighteen? Yes, whenever <laughs> We found all the things. All right, uh, let's get into actual Final Fantasy fourteen news. There's not much, but there is some, so we will talk about it here. First up, uh, there is a free login campaign uh, going on right now. Uh, it's going to be between Dece- actually started last Thursday, but it's going on right now. So between December first and January fourth. So for the whole month of December plus the first few days of January, you'll get uh, 96 hours of playtime uh, to log in. Now, it, it, it starts counting down as soon as you log in. So 
if you know you're going to have free time, you're taking a week off for the holidays, or you have vacation, like you know the holiday time, you get some time off, and you're like, man, I can, I can, I have some free time. I can sit down and jump into Final Fantasy fourteen again. Go ahead and do it. Ninety six hours is a lot of time. So on the uh, other hand, though, remember that like this is finishing on Wednesday, January fourth, and if you have not completed ninety six hours from that point, it still cuts off, I believe. It do. So start um, sometime before January first. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Japanese fanfest stream. So Shin, you want to go ahead and take that one? Sure. The uh, we have the Tokyo fanfest uh, stuff. It, the stream is available for purchase. And all of the content is going to be, uh, at least all the main stage content will be in Japanese. Eventually, there will be uh, English recaps after each segment. Uh, if you get the stream, you are entitled to the Wind Up Lulu Minion. Or, of course, if you are actually attending in person, which would be awesome, but extremely cost prohibitive if you're not living in that area. Uh, it looks like most of the, uh, the FanFest schedule for Tokyo uh, is relatively similar to. Uh, the one that we had in Vegas earlier. Um... So, yeah, the I, I put up the the schedule so we kind of look over it real quick though. So here here's the thing. Uh, this is how the stream works. The stream is going to be in Japanese, but between each segment, they're going to do a, an English recap. So, buying if you're from the UK or the Americas, you can purchase this without worrying that you're missing out. <laughs> um, because I believe the last stream, uh, it wasn't translated at all. So, they, <laughs> um, so Marco turn, who does all the, uh, live letter, uh, translations for us, Marco, actually, I forgot to mention Marco. We used your translation last time. I apologize. Uh, but we did use your uh, translation. Thank you, Marco. <laughs> um, so, uh, but <laughs> for whatever damn reason, Nico Nico, which is the Japanese version of YouTube, uh, is going to do the English stream for FanFest. Why? <laughs> I, can, I can see that. Like, that's, it's a pretty major service in Japan, I think, that it's quite popular. So it makes sense that they're going to do the streaming for the Japanese side. But It'd be kind of like partnering with YouTube here, I think. Fair enough. But the, the English, like, why not do the English, I guess? I mean, I guess if it would make sense, because if you're also in Japan, you don't have time to actually go to FanFest. You'd want to be able to... But, man, have you ever gone on Nico Nico's page? Personally, I haven't in a while. Um, I do know someone who's constantly on there. Is it our is it our former FC mate slash your friend? Yes. Can he the tell me? The only person that I know that speaks Japanese. Oh, okay, good, because I cannot figure that website out. I'll use, like, Google Translate. We, we can probably help with that a little bit. Sweet mercy. Just don't leave it open overnight because i think it's like around midnight or sometime around like that it it starts playing really really loud annoying sounds like <laughs> i can't remember exactly off my head i i, I now remember now i'm curious now i'm so curious i All will right. look that up for you 
Thanks. Um, all right, so while you do that, I'm gonna just go over real quick the Tokyo Fan Fest schedule. Just like just like here in uh, the Vegas Fan Fest, they're gonna have the opening showcase, uh, which is only available live. Just like the keynote was only well, actually, the keynote was only available live here. I don't know what the opening showcase is, uh, but the keynote. Uh, will be there as well so you're gonna have the keynote you're gonna have the ultimate quiz returns not sure what that is um letter from the producer live which we will get for free uh so that would be part two of what we have already so that's cool um december uh, where am i missing uh, and there's also gonna be the costume contest and then the special concert and piano which i believe is still um the same piano concert we got here. Now, if they play any different songs, that would be interesting. I don't think they will. I think they're going to use it as a promotional tool for Duality, um, the CD. So day two, uh, opening showcase. Welcome to Naoki's room, which is Naoki Yoshida or Yoshi P. Um, or Yoship or... I don't, I, I've never called him Naoki. Um, but he's going to show you his rooms, and I'm not sure what's in there, but I'm sure it's fantastic. There's also going to be a costume runway. Why not? I, I'm not sure what that, I don't know how that's different from a costume contest. Well, I'm guessing, you know, somebody's not winning a prize. So I'm guessing if you just wanted to show off your costume, they're going to do a runway, like get up there, do a little catwalk and walk around. Um, that's also could, it also could be because you know, cosplay is really, really big in Japan, so maybe it's probably harder to narrow down 20-some-odd people. <laughs> it could be me. I don't know. And then there's going to be an Adrenaline Rush TV PvP tournament, just like here in the States, and the Primals would be playing a song, and of course, we don't know what they're playing, so they could be playing the same exact music, or they could be playing Shiva, and we'll not hear Shiva. <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to play Shiva... And what's the one other song we didn't get to hear that everybody wanted? Uh, Brute Justice. We'll <laughs> play Brute Justice and Shiva, and I don't think... Because they, they, they played Titan, they played Leviathan. I can't think of anything else they didn't play. Yeah, I, do, I remember that uh, Shiva was pretty popular, that wasn't there. I can't think of anything I thought there was another one other than Brute Justice as well. Did they play Sephiroth? They did play Sephiroth, yeah. Oh, we got Sephiroth. I can't think of anything else. They actually, I think, uh, didn't they encore with Sephiroth as well? Yeah. I believe they did. We'll find out. Uh, so uh, you can, you can, you know, rest assured that Maelstrom Radio will be watching that stream. For two reasons. One, I want that Lulu. <laughs> two, I also get to see the... I also... <laughs> I get to see what's coming up next. And three, I get two free concerts again. <laughs> so, I ain't too, ain't too shabby. Uh, Shin, you got anything else? Not directly related to this. Oh, go, go ahead. I was say, I'm hoping by that time that uh, my CDs come in so I don't have to necessarily watch the stream, but I can listen to uh, all the lovely songs again. I did pre-order Duality. I, I put all my money in this computer and this mic and stuff. <laughs> I I mean I think it was worth it. I'll just go I'll just go visit Shin in Canada and I'll listen to <laughs> Uh 
Uh, oh. Just make sure to remember your passport. Real quick, uh, there's a guy called Sasai Kadasai. Sa- Sasai Kadasai. All right, you can find him on. I, I use Spotify. He does uh, this. He has this uh, album called Reminiscence, uh, Reminiscence of Final Fantasy 15, and it's amazing. So if you love the Final Fantasy 15 music and the soundtrack's not out yet, you can now listen to his some of the music from. He does like covers them. Great stuff. Uh, so alright uh, so we're going to move on to our main talking point <laughs> I had a crazy idea um, I, I read an article As most are yep. I read an article today about uh, the action combat of not only Final Fantasy 15 but also Final Fantasy 7 and how it's kind of changing the landscape of the Final Fantasy universe because if you don't count the MMOs and you're, you actually you probably can count Eleven a little bit because Eleven, Eleven had menus. <laughs> it's been mostly the uh, the uh, normal like J- JRPG battle system, and this is the first like right turn they really took in in making a stride in trying to make Final Fantasy 15 or final the Final Fantasy series very different. And another genre where combat has been I don't want to say stagnating, but it's been very it's very been very much the same thing for quite some time. It's it has been the tab targeting of MMOs. Um recently I would say maybe in the last three years action combat MMOs have been kind of trying to take a chunk of the we're new we're a new combat system it's fast paced we can do it we're guild wars (laughs) stuff like that so my thought was if they were going to make another final fantasy mmo even though yoshida said that as long as he is on he's the director producer of 14 there will never be another final fantasy mmo which is that's big talk (laughs) that is big talk by the way i don't know if you know this but uh Yoship is uh, in the in the uh, credits for Dragon Quest Builders, and I have a feeling he may be in the credits for uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I don't know that for a fact, but when I beat this game, I'm gonna be like, "Where is he? I know he's in here." So, again, 2018. Yeah, 2018. It's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, so. So looking at that, like, it, and it's not the, well, I shouldn't say it's the very first time that they've done an action combat game, because they did Final Fantasy Dissidia, and that was action combat, but not to the extent of where 15 is, and I think where seven's going to go. So I posed this question today <laughs> to Shin and, and everyone else out there. Um, by the way, if you if you if you think I'm fucking nuts, just email the show at show at maelstromradio.com. Uh, I will read your email on the air, and you can and it just berate me, I guess. Um, so, can a Final Fantasy action MMO exist? Is it possible? So I, I think it's kind of good to look at some of the other, I guess, action based ones. Like you mentioned, Guild Wars Two, which kind of has a system similar to that. Um, and Terra, I think, is probably one of the the major ones that people know. I think it was one of the, at least from my memory, it was one of the first that kind of had that action based 
uh, not just tab target, you point, click, aim, all those sorts of things. Yeah, and then also we have um, what Black Desert are online now, and uh, what's that other one? Really, something, something, some other MMO. That other, yeah, that one. Whatever. But yes, like Guild Wars Two. Actually, Guild Wars Two. Um, Terra probably started that trend. Guild Wars Two, I think, really is the one that kind of said like hey listen we're, we're sticking out our chest and sticking with this action combat because we really want to stand out from warcraft and and everything else um i could say probably base I, I terra when it first came out really popular i i don't know if it is and if you play terra let me know tell me like hey listen this is it's got a solid community it's pretty big we love it over here. You're, you, you know, I'm not trying to talk shit about Terra. I'm just, I don't know what the community is like right now. But I could say Guild Wars 2 is probably he- like a heftier community, a more solid community. And it's doing a lot. Like they changed a lot of the game with the expansion, Heart of, Heart of Throne, Thorns, Heart of Thorns. Um, they added uh, ten player dungeons and stuff like that. So like they were trying to trying to like feed into more of that end game. Are, like, instead of just making it PvP, trying to focus a little more on the PvE aspect of the game. So that being said, can can this exist? Can in in the world of Final Fantasy, can that exist? Um. So my my first one, my first question going to be is the combat, and I'm going to really I'm going to connect these two together, the combat in relation to the jobs. Because you can't have Final Fantasy. I mean, you can, but <laughs> it's it's. I mean, just... we don't really, at least so far, as much as as I've played, and I'm guessing you as well. Like, there's not really any specific job in Fifteen. You have slightly different play styles between them, but there's not really so much the job system as uh, older Final Fantasy games have had. It's true. I mean, you have your range, which is prompto, and then you have your heavy hitter, more of your tank. Which is uh, Gladio. Gladio. Ignis is more of your DPS, in and out, fast guy with daggers, and then you, you were kind of the jack of all trades as Noctis. Right. But you're, there's not like there's no white mage or healer. There's no uh, red mage. There's no dancer. There's no all those traditional. There's no dark knight. Like all of those really really well known. Final Fantasy classes don't really exist here. I think Gladio is technically the Dark Knight. Noctis is technically the Red Mage because he is the Jack of all trades. And you don't have like uh, you go back to that like the the old old school. You don't have Black Mage plus uh, White Mage Warrior or yeah, no, I'm, it's it's because I'm crafting magics. Well, Which I was really impressed when, uh, or I, not impressed, but I liked when it uh, I crafted my first spell and the achievement I got was Black Mage. Yep. So, like I said, it's a it's Final Fantasy fifteen's a far, far like, like we really I, I can. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to tell any story. But, but personally, so far, Final Fantasy fifteen is fantastic. I think it's a it's it's a solid game because it really needed to be good, or else the, you know Square Enix is going to tank after this. It's going to be really hard to to like. I don't think they were stable after one point <laughs> Like I think. 2.0 really helped stable the company, and then, like, 15 really, is, I think, gave them a boost, because I think 5 million shipped, that's also including digital sales, and you kind of have to just count digital sales, so that's a pretty solid number, 
That's actually, I think it sold more than Call of Duty, and the Call of Duty I think sold three million or shipped three million, something like that. So if you look at that, Final Fantasy I think fifteen did a pretty damn good job. Uh, going back <laughs> to the combat, all right. So I, I think it's going to be kind of difficult here because you want people are going to want individuality, just like Guild Wars too. Like I like people are going to want. I want to be a white mage. I want to be a black mage. You could still do it. I think you could still do those jobs and still have an action combat game. Like a Dark Knight could just be a heavy, like a, could still be kind of a tank type. Oddly enough, the name of this episode is Final Final Fantasy Next. I was so disappointed when I saw that was the title today. Really? Did you... It, it brought back very, very painful memories. <laughs> what are you... Painful memories? Motherfucker, I did Do you forget what the... Do you forget the other show I did? Oh, I'm very, very aware. By the way, if you if you don't know, if you didn't know, uh, I, I hosted... For three years, I hosted a podcast called Ever uh, Evercast, which is an EverQuest Next podcast. Um, so... <laughs> If you guys remember the any of the old uh, any of the other podcasts out there, remember uh, a list of podcasts that came out uh, that were gaming podcasts. If you look under the EverQuest title, EverCast was there. So why they were listening Lemon Break Radio, Phoenix Down Radio, Gather Together, all like all the other podcasts, I was up there going like, "Boy, howdy, this game's gonna be great! Can't wait for it to come out! Boy, I love Daybreak Games, blah blah blah," and it fucking got canceled. But too soon. But I, I was, it's okay, because I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and my bot, and my co-host didn't really care, but now they kind of care. <laughs> my other co-host. Uh, and now they all, well, I don't think they really care now, still. Yeah, they don't care. But it's okay, because I still have this show. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, Anyways, with, with the combat and, and the jobs, like, I feel like this would be very uh, it'd be very possible with some of the more melee oriented classes and possibly with some of the ranged classes but i think this would be really hard to implement well for uh casting classes particularly healing like as white mage is my main job in 14 um i don't feel like it would be very interesting or beneficial really to have action-based combat what if you got a reticle Right, and you that, that would not make me any happier because people don't stand within range as it is today. If I have to actually aim at you, I, you're screwed. What, what happens if it was radius, like it, like within a radius of the reticle, like like as long as we're within like. <laughs> All right. What if the spells were? I don't want to say tab targeted because I don't want to like link you to tab. What if they were? Um, auto-directed almost like like a beam of some sort or like you can attach yourself to certain people and be like all right like i I guarantee these heals are going to go off or like aoe based healing where a lot of it is aoe and you can still do because you can still do like because right now you still love doing dps so let's say that's still an option but now you have the option of doing aoe based heals and if you need to do a single target it's you can do like a I can lock on, like a lock on, and then do a single. Like no matter where they're standing, you can lock on and do a single target heal. And, and I think that kind of mixes up. Like you have to have some sort of targeting system in order to do that sort of single target healing. 
Um, but I think it, it also extends to like, casting other casting classes, like say a black mage. Um, and then it, you start getting into the range of, do you want it to be more realistic? Do you want to be less realistic? Start having stuff like friendly fire or uh, like if I'm casting a spell in that direction, do people want to be in that area or do they have to move out? If they can stand in that area, like I'm just basically point clicking and shooting no different than if I'm placing uh, certain AE spells out today which are not a very fun thing to do, particularly if you're using controllers. You ain't lying. But I'm using a controller. I don't use magic in 15. <laughs> Mostly because I hurt myself with it. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Have you, have you tried using, uh, have you tried uh, adding potions to your spells? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can throw a fire on yourself and you heal yourself. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So I'm saying it's possible. More of my friends that I'm worried about, I heal myself and they all die because I just throw stuff. I feel like that should be healing them as well. If it's not, that may be a bug. I haven't really tried because after I threw the first couple of them, I realized I really suck with magic. So I'm just going to stick with warp striking. It works. Warp striking solid. I mean, I, I just was like, so far. I made unicasts and I just threw them out. I'm like, it's going to be a surprise every time. It's fun when I electrocute people and they're just like, ah. Mage Phoenix down there. <laughs> Paul Metal and chat everybody. Uh, so, <laughs> alright, so, like, we have our, so, alright, what about, like, an archer where it's more range, you're not really, that would be more of a lock-on. Well, you have the same sort of issues there. Like, how do you deal with, how do, I, how do I shoot? Do we have line of sight issues? Do I have to have a direct target to you? If there's other people in the way, if there's other NPCs in the way, how do you determine how that gets hit? And if I'm off by a certain degree, or do I have to hit straight on, or is there a range? Like, there's all these different questions with how do you do it? And I feel like it's, it's an extremely fine line between uh, making it basically point and click, which is effectively our tab targeting we have today, or too much where you have to be exactly spot on and if you're not then you don't get your hit in unless you get the lock on thing like you right click the lock on the target and make sure and then you can start doing your cast which i understand it to have targeting i know i get that <laughs> i'm with you but see the the point is the action combat right like you should be able to move and, and and fire and roll around and do all the crap you need to do um so i would think like it's a lot more movement based so you're dodging out of stuff kind of like how uh prompto <laughs> kind of do jiggity jam right now he's kind of in the back although i gave Taking him a picture yeah I, I have a gun also i have a camera yeah no i he's like full-time snapshot duty for me yeah oh really he doesn't do anything else he's just like taking cool action combat pics i i that's i i was actually uh one of my co-workers asked me to do a quick review of 15 over the weekend or based on what I was doing. So I wrote up this massive long list that was a lot longer than I expected. And uh, yeah, my favorite part of the game so far is Prompto's pictures. <laughs> you know, there's like, like um, at certain times of day, there are certain spots where you can go stand and take pictures. Yeah, I've already done a couple of them. Uh, I found a bird I could sit next to at one of the spots and I sat down next to the bird and took a picture of it. I was like, yeah, me and bird. So... I wish I had that in Final Fantasy where machinists would be awesome. Like, what, the machinists have a camera and that's all they do is snap photos? Hell, I'd do that as a white mage. 
actually i have done that once during a leviathan fight and then i lost all of the footage which kind of sucked it does uh bites all right, all right let's move on the questing all right so just like we have questing now and it's a lot of go here do the thing go here not saying Final Fantasy XV is really too much different from Go Here and Do the Thing, but I think the idea of the traveling, like the car, like this open world and exploring, and not knowing what you'll find in between you and the, the thing, uh, is nice. So, what do you do? You think that would be a benefit to actually any combat MMO? I think would almost benefit from this, like because I think the dungeons are more of your static, like you know what's going on in there. I'm talking about more like being able to automatically travel to the quest destinations or uh, what so, part of the traveling are you like I'm talking about like the 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 exploration part of the traveling like I find myself never going straight to the point unless like for early on yes but then I got to a point where it's like I wonder what's over here oh I wonder what's over here oh man I bet you that goes someplace so I, I never go directly where I'm supposed to go right away I'm always veering off and seeing can I climb up this side of the mountain oh I can't what did I find up here? Oh, cool. Like, I'm always doing that. I think that, like I, like I said, if you've not watched this show before, I love worlds that make me want to explore them. And I like seeing that in any MMO. And Guild Wars 2 does that really well. Like, they do have vistas, and they want you to go and find stuff. Not to say Final Fantasy XIV doesn't have that. They have the, the spots you can go peep out and everything like that. Like, So, I mean, that's a thing, but... I like the concept of, hey, that kind of looks like a slight hill I can climb in the mountain. I wonder if I can get up to the top. And you can't. You find out you can, and you're like, I did it. I did it. I got up here, and I found a weapon. I actually, uh, to bring another game into this, I really enjoyed that with some of uh, Legion's uh, recent expansion, or Warcraft's recent expansion there with Legion, uh, being able to climb and grapple up a lot of the the areas within that zone stormheim yeah with the the grapple the grappling gun or the grapple hook or whatever it was yeah you could like hop around and fly around and it led you to some cool places and it was also a way to collect some of the treasures they they hit they hid across the island or that that part of the continent um so i think questing would be really cool i think i like the idea of these go to a town, talk to somebody or talk to tipsters and all like, I like that. Like the people going to people like, Oh, let me see your map and I can show you stuff that's on the map. And like, like, I think that's so cool. And I think that could be even implemented into 14, like so easily. Like you could have this, you can meet people, NPCs that could show you stuff on like little hidden nooks and crannies on the map and be like, there's treasure over here. It'd be a little bit different, I think, with an MMO, especially since you're sharing the world with so many other people. Like, if you have uh, other players and you're all competing to go to this one spot, it doesn't feel as special. Like, with 15, you go to that spot and, yeah, some other person could have found that, but you found that in your game and there's no one else around. It's just like, that's your spot. Uh, or you found the, that photo opportunity, or you found this uh, harvesting area, or this whatever, this treasure. And I think with an MMO, it, it really quickly becomes um, everyone just happens to know that spot, so everyone just goes there, does the thing, and then leaves. 
I, I think that's part of why like vistas are a really interesting concept in 14 where you can go and explore the world and get a little bit of XP and a pretty decent screenshot opportunity from all these different places that you can go in the world. And sometimes you need flying to get there. Sometimes you need to do different things to get there or different emotes to unlock that Vista. But ultimately, I don't find a lot of people use that system because what's the point? Even as someone who really likes to explore, there's not really any incentive for me to go through the world and find all these Vistas right now, apart from if I really wanted that loot. What are you talking about? We're getting paintings. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> you get those sweet photos for our house. Alright, well, alright, let's say, but that's now. What's this prevent them from adding it? Like, alright, let's say, for example, there was a, a an NPC that, because Rift did this. Remember, I don't know if you remember, like, all that was on a time thing, there was, I don't remember, if I don't know what faction you played on, did you play on, I can't remember the faction names. I played both throughout Alpha and Beta. Alright, good enough. Alright, it was the, the, I guess the bad guys, the ones that used machine. Yeah, Defiant. Alright, I don't remember, there was a guy, there was a guy with a cart outside the Defiant area, and you could kill him, and you get the title Merchant of Death. And nobody knew. Like, you had the option of saving him. You didn't get jack shit for it. But if you killed that fucker, you got the title Merchant of Death. You could be level three and rolling around with the title Merchant of Death <laughs> above your head. I thought that was so cool. I mean, like, things like that where they can add, like, these little puzzles. I remember there was the lake near, also near in, near the Defiant area. Uh, that you, you go down the... You swam... Like, you didn't know. You had to go, like, swimming. I always remember I was out there for, like, a quest... And I, I was like, I'm just going to see how far this lake goes. And I went down, I was like, oh, there's orbs. And I started clicking the orbs in order, and all of a sudden I unlocked it. I got a, uh, I got server first for getting a, a purple piece for my level 15 character. I was like, what? That. That needs to happen. Fan of fantasy. Nakio, fucking show me your room, Yoshida. <laughs> Get that in my goddamn life. And I, I don't know if that has to go so much with the action combat or the different questing styles. Like, I think that's just, it's really cool when developers and companies go and put all this little hidden content in there. And it, I guess it really does, especially coming from software development, those features that are something that you're going to tell people about. And it's not something that you want to invest a lot of time in because people don't see it. People see those little additions and think, wow, that's really cool. But it's not something you can go out to uh, your board of directors or your stockholders or the community and be like, hey guys, we made three dungeons and we made four raids and we did all of this massive content. You're not going to go out and say, hey, we put thousands of little hidden things in. Good luck. <laughs> I, people would just not respond well to that, I don't think. If you happen to put out four raids and three dungeons and all this other stuff and then put a thousand things in but don't tell anybody, it's awesome, but it's really hard to justify at least to, to more corporate even. you know i'd be the one asshole in the crowd be like yay <laughs> like everybody's like looks at me and i'm like you guys don't like that <laughs> i like that <laughs> that's great i'm gonna do shit now i'm gonna go find stuff in the world god forbid i don't know if they put in a way for us to like punt lalafels i mean there was lots of cheering on that one Paul Metal in chat, uh, but diehard fans of the game would love it, though. Yeah, like me. <laughs> I, he, to be fair, I will say that Shin's not saying that from a point of view of a... He's saying that from a point of view of a software developer. 
as a fan, Shin would love it too. <laughs> oh, I would absolutely love it. There was I I loved Guild Wars 2 wandering around the world and happened to come across special little puzzles or whatnot, like either jumping puzzles or whatever. I Rift did the jumping puzzles really well, I think. Some of them were really hard. Some of them unlocked secret things. Like it was just really awesome to come across these things and it's part of the world. It's not, hey, I'm playing this another MMO. It's I'm playing this piece of uh content not but. culture but it, it's a part of the world it's the lore it's you're involved with what's going on not hey i'm walking from a to b to go kill 10 rats again it, it's the i'm getting something for for my love of exploration like i'm getting something out of it like i remember there was one jumping puzzle where you had to jump from this really high spot and land in water like super high like and if you it, like the it was threading the needle and I did it, and I got them like, yes, I got the achievement. And, like, I remember other people saw me do it, and and then other people saw me jump off, and, like, everybody else around me was missing and dying. <laughs> it's like, I just got up and walked away. I was like, oh, nerds. Like, there was a specific spot you had to jump from. Uh, and it, it's also, like, it's an accomplishment, right? You found something hidden in the world, and you went and completed it. It might have been really difficult, but you're one of those people that could do it. It's like the achievement system with uh, a lot of games have nowadays. Like you have the really easy achievements that everyone has, and then there's those super rare, hard to do achievements, and everyone wants to do them. Yep. Uh, Paul Metal in chat also. Uh, what? Don't kick the Lala. Paul always kick the Lala. <laughs> there. I'm sorry, Paul, but Lalas aren't the gnomes of <laughs> Final Fantasy 14. And if we punt gnomes, we got to kick gnomes. We got to kick Lalas. So. Unless there's some sort of Lala sort of, you know, group. Wait, is there a safe space for Lala <laughs> You can send all hate mail to show at Maelstrom Radio Care <laughs> Yeah, thing, things that, yeah, anyways. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Paul brought up a good point. We don't have hard achievements in the game already. It's true. We really don't have super hard achievements. It, everything's achievable by, it's it's a numbers game. It's really like, just do this repetitively and you'll get this achievement. Eventually you'll just get it by doing it. It's also, unfortunately, how we unlock the mentor system is by, Level up these three different things and just play 300 dungeons and guess what? You'll be a thing. I think there should be more to it. I think there should be more to that. Now, this is getting really far from our topic. But I, and we could probably do a show on, like, that sort of crap. <laughs> but... We could do a whole show on hunting Lollafells. So. Yeah, we could. The Lala clan will not stand for this. Yes, they will. Oh, they won't stand for it because they'll be on the ground. <laughs> All right, so what's the setting? Are they really standing anyway? No, well, maybe. <laughs> for all they, to me, I don't know if you've ever seen King of the Hill. Do you remember, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hank Hill's dad. His dad looks like Law. He like go go look up like Hank Hill's dad, Cotton Hill. Cotton Hill looks like a Lollafell because he got his shin shot off in Nam. <laughs> So he walks around like Lollafell. So I always think every time I see, I always want to name uh, a Lollafell Cotton Hill. Nobody else. It'd be like three t- King of the Hill fans in the cert- on our on fanfare. Be like, I get it. 
Um, so the setting. Would you want to see a more modern Final Fantasy MMO, or or would you stick with the fantasy setting that of the fourteen and eleven? Uh, here's a chance to break away. We can break away, do a modern white mage, the wa- the modern like you step away and go forward. You can keep it like even in the like a uh, like a fifteen or or seven sort of aspect where it is a little more modern. There is there's still these classes, there's still healers, summoners, like they still have these things. They're just tweaked a little bit. I'm really conflicted on this topic. Like I really enjoy the fantasy. Uh, world that we have in 14 like it, it's very high fantasy we have magitech it's kind of steampunk tech stuff which is cool so you get a little bit of that modern vibe with the guns and the the vehicles and stuff like that and the airships uh but we also have a very high fantasy and uh, there's still magic and all these different things that that come with the high fantasy setting but 15 has a really cool world too being very very modern like there's still magitech there it's a lot more technical they still have the magic to some degree um but it, it is definitely much more modern than 14 and i really don't know what would be better like they're both really interesting settings i i think if they really wanted to like sh- like shake up the mmo genre a bit like just to shake it up just a bit like, Secret World tried to go for super modern, but in a horror setting. I think if Final Fantasy did it with, like, a modern setting, but with a Final Fantasy twist where you still have magic, you still have the magic tech, but it's still a little more modern, I think it would do really well. I think people would be like, holy shit, that's kind of, that's kind of fresh. Because you can still have we, dragons. <laughs> we still have had uh, MMOs that kind of do that more modern look. Like, there was, um, I, as you said, there that, uh, We've had uh, Defiance was definitely a more modern looking yes. MMO. Um, it was more of a shooter than uh, RPG style, but it, it was more modern. There were a couple other ones, and they're completely escaping my mind at the moment, but I do remember there was a couple other ones that kind of were that more uh, modern. Like it, You could also go all the way to Planet Side, but Planet Side and Planet Side 2 were more futuristic even than, than modern. Yeah. They... And some people, I, I don't know, some people still wouldn't even call Planetside 2 or 1 MMOs. Although they are, technically they are MMOs. Or ma- they are massively multiplayer. Um, back to Paul Metal and Chad, it would be pretty cool. I would pay for both subs because I'm a diehard fan, so I don't mind it. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> it would have to be It would have to be one of those things where if it, if it came out right now, it would be hard for me to pick one or the other. If it was really down the lifeline of like 14's been out for a long time they really aren't putting like if they did where it was 11 where they ended the story and it's just it's still open to play but it's not developing any new content i'd probably move on (laughs) eventually i'd want to move on and try the new thing if it was really boring and i couldn't do it anymore to be like well peace but i don't know i I mean it's not like i haven't paid for two mmos I mean, I want yeah. I, I once I once had the complete what the daybreak or SOE like where I paid for all the MMOs. I was like, yep, one sub, one all access, one one sub, twenty seven things. Um, all right. No, I, I think if they this would actually be kind of interesting. Um, with fourteen, 
we've explored a lot of uh, the current content continent that we're on, um, and we're continuing to explore bits and pieces, especially now that we're going towards Alamigo and some of the more uh, Garlean technology. We know that they are much more technology-based and much more scientific than uh, what we've seen so far. So maybe not necessarily this upcoming expansion, but if we ever go more into their territory, maybe we'll see a complete new area of 14 that actually is more technology-based or more modern-looking as opposed to the high fantasy setting we have today. And we know it exists. We've, we've seen um, Oz's Law. So we know that tech, we, we know tech is there. Um, and it's just, it, it just comes down to we have the technically, the Guardians who are technically advanced. Um, but lack the magic <laughs> that we, we use versus the rest, the rest of the world. And, and really, I think after Alamigo, it is a Garlean area. So if we are moving that way, I believe we would go to, is it Garlemald? Is that there? That would be the capital, I think, yeah. Yeah. I would believe we would probably we also be... have... Say that again? We also have the moon base. Go to space. <laughs> Goddamn moon base. <laughs> um, yeah, there's the moon base. I don't know how that, I don't even know what we would do on the moon. I'm sorry, we've seen, we've seen the moon. There ain't a lot of shit there. There's the base and that's it. I don't know how, like, maybe if it was a dungeon. Not if what we've we... seen so far. If that whole fucking, if that whole moon, didn't that moon get blown up? <laughs> Wasn't that moon just dragged across space and time? At least once, yeah. Yeah. I remember that because you look up in the night sky and it's cracked in two and spread across. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say other games haven't done it. EverQuest did it. EverQuest 2. I, didn't, I don't think EverQuest 2 ever went to the moon. Luckland uh, was destroyed, though, in EverQuest 2. You did go to Luckland in EverQuest 1, though. There is like three people right now that are like, oh my god, they know what they're talking about. EverQuest. Um. <laughs> not like I played for 10 years or anything. No, right. It's not like I did a podcast. Or nothing. Um, <laughs> I, if they did it as a dungeon, I guess, I don't know what the hell is up there because technically we had two moons. One was a, a an eggshell for a big old mean dragon. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that didn't last too long. No, he was very upset. <laughs> very angry. The other ones just got like that's the actual moon, but I don't know. Uh, but eventually, I think we're trying to get off our continent to move other places in the world. I would think I, we can't just be the Pangea. Uh, we already know that there are other places in the world that we haven't been to that are not part of our current continent. Uh, like for example, there's the whole refugee situation. Um, the far east the, the domains and all of them coming over here and then we also have the charlan group that uh wherever they went after yep so there's definitely a few other places out there that we are currently aware of um i guess space is also a place that's not technically in our current continent that we are aware of but uh, there's all these other different places that we could go and we assume that those aren't isolated areas either there's not a lot of reason to have a single city on a continent and nothing else. So there's probably fully 
built out groups, civilizations, countries, whatever out in those areas that we could theoretically go and visit. <laughs> I don't know what Paul's on in, in chat, but he's like, no, we have a lot of moons because they're all different worlds in this game we call home. So I told him to go home because he's drunk. <laughs> and also they did put in the whole... Uh, listing of the, the multi-world theory here with it that we know that this is kind of like the nexus or the hub of all the different worlds from final fantasy and especially with the the latest storyline we had the other heroes of light uh, or the heroes of darkness uh from the first shard there come over to ours and interact with us so there's really uh no if they wanted to we could hop to another dimension and that one could be completely different from ours Maybe that one's your whole science and technology stuff. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Paul Metal, Dovin Place got destroyed, though. Was it destroyed or was it taken over? My thought that it was taken over. Like, that's why they were refugees, because they escaped. M- much like how the Alamegans that escaped Alamigo were refugees that went to uh, Ulda. That the the Domans were refugees escaping uh, their their lands because of the same, uh, a similar situation, which I would believe is when we'll see Yugiri again. Uh, it, it, just because I believe with the the and maybe she rest in peace, but the death of the voice actress and everything, I don't think we'll see Yugiri for a while. So they said it got destroyed. It's a shame. Even if it got destroyed, that that town or that region probably was not sitting by itself in the middle of nowhere off separate from everything like they would have different civilizations nearby and especially like they got destroyed by um the garleans i believe and if that's the case then they're probably nearby so like there is different parts that are connected and there are parts that uh we still don't know about like they would have had other partners trading partners or stuff around them that they probably could have interacted with that's true so I got one more question for you. We'll make it quick. Uh, have you gone to any of the dungeons in Final Fantasy XV? Have you gone to any of them? Like, just to peek out. So I've encountered the first dungeon, I think. I, I think that was in Chapter 2. Alright. And that's all that I have found so far. Okay. And then I found another one within that, but I wasn't allowed in yet. Because so you didn't have the key... That was my yeah. kind of point, where there's this final door with a key, <laughs> and there's more dungeons. Yeah. So yeah, so there's lots, and I that's all that I found so far. No spoilers. The dungeons. Now I've I tried to not spoil myself, but I did. So I, I avoided story, but I wanted to see just a like a, a non-story dungeon, a extra like just a uh, an extra dungeon. So I made sure I was like I typed I typed into Google. I was like. Not story related dungeon Final Fantasy 15 gameplay. So I found a video and I was like, all right, this is nothing to do with the story, so good. I could watch this one and not be spoiled. Um they they do they besides that one, they do a lot of cool stuff. Like there's a lot of tricks and turns and puzzles, and I'm like, yes, like do more have, like, have you done the first dungeon yet? I know you're a little bit behind where I am. I, I am behind you. No, I have not. So that's when I watched the video doesn't mean i didn't go into a dungeon it's without spoiling anything it's nothing special 
it's not like I'm guessing not like the video that you saw it's it's your first introduction to what a dungeon might be in this game so they're they're very very lenient with what's happening but you can definitely they definitely railroad you through it at the beginning oh don't worry don't worry even after like when you complete this they unlock a whole bunch of other stuff so you don't get it's more of a railroad you through so that you don't get lost when the first time you do it and then good luck have fun um stuff yeah but there's definitely that uh you can see the potential in what they could become and what they can do yeah so i know this is like weird like i know this topic's kind of weird but i'm essentially what we're trying to say is that if there was going to be a new final fantasy mmo and it was action-based i could say chapter 12 for me paul you're a lot further than both of us trust me i I, i'm a completionist and i I spent maybe 15 hours in chapter one (laughs) yeah i spent five hours in chapter one but i did all the quests and everything that i could find i did all the things all things i got so far with dave and those damn tags that they started they started sending me to new areas of the map i couldn't i don't think i could have unlocked because it was only like three quests in (laughs) i completed those (laughs) I got to a point where Dave was like, wait a minute. Like, they were showing me qu- Dave Quest, and I was like, I can't get there yet. Yeah, no, that that's locked, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> don't worry, though. I'll, like, as soon as I... As soon as I started, like... We'll, we'll, hold on. Let me, let me get through this dot, and I'll jump back to that for memories of this week. Um... So, what we're trying to go here is that if, could a Final Fantasy action combat MMO be based in kind of what they did with 15 because really 15 is going to be a lot in a, a final fantasy game for a lot of people um and they're then they're going to go back like especially they're like oh seven's remake 12's being redone um people are going to be like oh what's 13 about let me go fucking please don't play 13 <laughs> please if you played 15 don't go back and play 13 i mean if you want to but don't do it go play the remake of seven and maybe like 12 but and then go play like the old seven, seven, nine, twelve, six, four, six. Oh, definitely six. Oh, I, I lost. I know there's some that are renamed or renumbered between Japanese and English. I can't remember which is which. Uh, just the main our, ones that I remember hearing numbers of. R three was their six. So, but six is fan. Like six in general is just fantastic, though. I've heard football medals. I've already played thirteen. Why did I do it? <laughs> Oh, that's don't worry. That's the same question I said after I finished it. I'm like, what? What just happened? <laughs> I'm not sure if I played a final. Honestly, though, if you don't know, the Final Fantasy 13 was supposed to be a Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy 13 was supposed to be Final Fantasy 15, but this wasn't ready. And they were working on this other thing. They're like, we kind of turned this into a Final Fantasy game, and it did, and it was terrible. Um, I'm glad I waited because it's pretty decent. I, I can't uh, call. I, I can't tell. For anyone, if this is a great Final Fantasy game or not, but it's a great game. It is a great game. Um, the reviews. What happened? We'll get there. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So we we'll, should, we'll do a whole other show on Final Fantasy 15 I in promise. a few months, probably. Yeah, it was, we're for two reasons. One, we want to give people time to actually go through the game. Although a lot of people are finishing the game, um, we want to finish the game. We want to finish the game, um, and. I don't think it would be like a normal Maelstrom Radio like episode. It could be, but I'd probably want to do like a special like Final Fantasy 15 version of Maelstrom Radio, um, so that it's a it's it's still us, but crowbar eat, eat, a little bit of space in between us and Final Fantasy 14. Um, 
Can I be there? Uh, Paul, actually, that's one of the things I was thinking of is as having um, a few people. But, you know, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> it may be round table. <laughs> so, um, to get back to, to close this out, could a Final Fantasy 15, or, I'm sorry, could a Final Fantasy action MMO exist? Yeah. Um, the combat... The it'd be co- weird. It'd be a little weird um, if they'd made it class-based. But Guild Wars works in the sense, so you could make it work. Um, I have to say that I think part of the drive for, for Square, and if they, if they really wanted it to work, they'd get Yoshi P on it. Um, you can make it work. We just don't know how. We, we, we know it can be done because we've seen it done. Guild Wars does it. Um, and, and to say that, be cool to see a modern world Final Fantasy game in an MMO. So can it be done? Yes. Will it be done? I have no flipping idea. I really don't. <laughs> um, like I said, the, the last thing Yoshi ever said is that if there were there will be no other Final Fantasy MMO as long as I run Final Fantasy fourteen. And that makes sense because you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot when you have a really popular and successful MMO. That's not to say if Final Fantasy, knock on wood, but Final Fantasy fourteen never seems to be dying out and it's at the end of its life. Like I said, eventually the story will end like Eleven did. Then maybe then they work on it. But for now, I'm okay. EverQuest 1 is still going strong. 20 some odd yeah. expansions later. Uh, so so I'll, I will end it like this. I'm super excited for Stormblood. Final Fantasy 15 is really great. Um, I'm excited that they're, they're and I, no offense, if you play PlayStation 3, goddamn, dude, I hope you bought a PlayStation because they were super cheap. Like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they were dirt cheap. Like, I know, and, you know, I feel, I feel for you if you don't, like, you don't have the money. Like, I get it. Like, I really, do, I do understand. But put a couple bucks away to the side, a couple every, like, I know it's hard. Like, I, like, I'm not trying, like, trust me, I'm the, I'm the guy that ate, like, nothing but ramen and toast for a year because I had no money paying my rent. So, <laughs> like, like, I understand what it's like. He just has all the fancy new equipment now. I, hey, man. <laughs> You know, shit turns around eventually. <laughs> um, so, but I've been there, and I like if you want to continue to enjoy Final Fantasy fourteen, um, you sometimes you may need to stop, like, to say, hey, you know what? I got if I need to play this game a little, if in the future, um, and you're get a free upgrade to PS four, I would say, if you need to actually even unsub to the game for a little bit and collect those ducats <laughs> and put it in your pocket. And to to get a PlayStation Four, do that, and you'll get... less you can get fifteen. Yeah, you get fifteen as well. So you get and you get fourteen for free. You need a, uh, a couple extra bucks and you get a game. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure GameStop's still taking PS3s in trade. I'm pretty sure that. I mean, you may not get a lot for it, but it's something. So, or sell it. I mean, there's Facebook groups you could sell crap to. Anyway, let's get to mail and memories. Uh, we have no mail, <laughs> mostly because we just got out on iTunes and us giving out our mail. We also didn't give out our mail and stuff last week because we suck. But uh, memories this week, uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. We could talk a bit. I didn't talk a lot, a bit. Um, go ahead. What do you? What do you? How, how, how have you been enjoying it so far? Like, 
so I'm I'm almost ten hours into the game now, just hitting chapter three, uh, realizing that like chapter one there was a little bit of open world stuff you could explore a small little area relatively small little area and do all these different little side quests and kind of introduce yourself to everything chapter two i found went a little bit faster there wasn't so many side quests it was very very story driven uh but i've now come to chapter three and um everything's exploding in terms of there's just so much more world and so much more that i can do and there's too many side quests to keep track of at this point, and I am just there's so many things going on. Uh, so I think that I'm going to be stuck in this chapter for quite a few more hours. But at the same time, I kind of love the screenshots thing. And if you've seen my Twitter at all, uh, it's full of screenshots from 14 or from 15, and I haven't posted all of the ones that I've saved to my uh, photo op on there. So I will definitely be posting a lot more in the upcoming weeks. Also, I'm not going to say we didn't get shit, but we got some shit from Dogtron, who logged in, and he's like, nobody's on. <laughs> Keep the shit for me. I think we're going to have to start, like, organizing time. This day is 15, this day is 14, this day we have a podcast, so we should probably not do either. I mean, we could probably do... While we're doing the podcast. What, while? We can do 15 afterwards. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Paul Metal in chat real quick. Stop, yeah, stop killing my Twitter. Same for me. I've been playing 15. Actually, I spent a lot of this week also cleaning out my old my uh, my Cooler Master half case and 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 making it all pretty and, and rewiring and taking out extra wires I didn't need anymore because I used to have a sleeve configuration. I don't have that anymore. So I have a nice more. I have more room, better wire things going on there. Faster RAM, all that. Like we started the show that way. But I've been played 15 as well. And so far, I enjoy it a lot better than I did in 13. Uh, 14's MMO, so I don't compare those, but still great things. So far, maybe top five uh, right now. Um, just just based on how much I enjoy the, uh, the, the camaraderie between uh, the four guys and them running around and stuff like that. So... I, I really dig that. I think it makes it feel super alive. Like I feel like their friendships are a lot more real. Um, so I I, super, I really enjoy that. Um, other than that, I don't know. We we probably should be jumping into Final Fantasy IV. Like, although I am going to give Donkrod some shit because he can't say crap because he's been playing WoW and he's like, I'm coming back, guys. I'm coming back. And they never came back. He was just still playing WoW. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to figure out how to balance work and playing video games. I'm like, well, the idea is you sleep less. <laughs> really? That, that's how it always comes out. Yeah, it's really... And then we do a podcast, so, you know. What's sleep? Anyway. I <laughs> anyway. I, uh, I do have one slight complaint about the game so far. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. I do too, I'm one of those people that really enjoys the original language that things are made in. So I, of course, am listening to the entire game in Japanese with English subtitles. One of the things that they did not do is caption all of the text in the game. And I can understand this for some of the conversations that you just hear in passing, but there's some small little bits that are there uh, often. Like, for example, when you go and talk to some of the tipsters, they have a little bit of sentence that they say, when they when they just kind of introduce themselves or say hey welcome or something like that and none of that is actually localized or subtitled so that people who don't understand japanese 
can understand what's going on. And even to this point, sometimes the banter between them is not actually translated, which is Ooh. fairly annoying as someone who doesn't really understand Japanese. I can understand a little bit of it, so I have a general idea of what's kind of going on, but I definitely don't get the full bit of it. And for those who don't understand anything, would be completely lost on them. Same. I understand a little bit, but not like I don't think. Sometimes they talk, like, even with, like, them bantering back and forth, I couldn't imagine. Because there's sometimes they just banter, and it's such, like, quick-witted things. I, and I, that would suck, because some of it's really funny. Like, I remember, one, I think, one where Prompto was talking about Cindy. He's like, I wonder if she's single. <laughs> like, I was like, and I started laughing. I'm like, oh, Prompto. I think my favorite sporadic moment like that was as we were going through uh, the wilderness somewhere, and we go and we fight a battle and we finish the battle and Prompto out of nowhere just sings the Final Fantasy uh, victory theme. And that was amazing. Yep. I, I want to grab that as a clip. I'm not sure how I'd use it for the show, but I want to grab it for the clip. I also hear that he does the Chocobo theme, but I haven't got Chocobos yet. So So we've gone a little bit over. But yeah, that's what happens. We did start a little late. But I got nothing else uh, left for this week. Uh, next week, Monday, probably again, we'll be doing the show, uh, let me, let me check out the old calendar, the old calendar, because <laughs> we do have some holidays coming up, so I'm trying to figure out when we may not be doing I think doing we're still good for the 13th. 13th? 12th, you mean? Unless we're yeah, doing... 12th. All right. I uh, do math. Yep. Uh, so we'll still be here the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th, well... 26 we may be here because that would be right after fan fest so but i will talk to shin we'll see how that one goes we'll have to play that by year i'm not sure if i'll be available yeah but if not i mean if anything we have a whole week (laughs) but there's also a show on the 12th i'm guessing the 19th and then probably off the 26th we'll see about the second yes um i i mean i I have off so but we might be able to do some sort of show midweek or something, maybe to make up for it. Yep. Especially because FanFest is right on the 25th there. Yeah, I mean, do we want to talk? We definitely want to talk about what we find out there and what we see. I want to know what's going on in his room. <laughs> I got to know. I'm paying, I'm paying $30. It better be a fucking great room. I'm not getting fucking Stormblood info if I'm in his room. Unless it, I am. Maybe I. Maybe it's got, like, hidden, like, Stormblood. That'd be so fucking crazy if he has, like, Stormblood shit, like, in the nooks and crannies of his room. And he's like, hey, look, at my, look at my room, guys. Look at this. Check this shit out. It doesn't blur it at all. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's all pixelated. And you're like, damn, he's got, a, he's got a real fascination with naked things. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> Yoshi P's rooms covered in porn posters well and on that note do you want to tell tell the people where they can find us sure for the first time in maelstrom radio history we can finally do a full proper show promotion you can find us on twitter at maelstrom underscore radio or on twitch which hopefully you are watching currently. But if not, we stream live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Uh, you can email us at show at maelstromradio.com or you can find our website at www.maelstromradio.com. 
Luckily, if you would like to subscribe and listen to our podcast offline or after the show, you can also find us on YouTube uh, just by a quick Google search of Maelstrom Radio on YouTube. Or you can go to our website and subscribe to us through either iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. Well, we did it, guys. <laughs> and by guys, I mean shit. So, we discussed uh, Action Combat, we discussed a little bit of 15, and we got our show up on iTunes. I think we did a pretty damn good job this last week. Um, the sound quality went we through the roof. Well. We did. I, I deserve it, but da 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 Because, uh, I, th- I think this show sounded great today. I would think. I'm going to, we'll find out after. It may have been all for shit. I don't know. Uh, although Paul's been responding, so it's been a good thing. Guys, thank you so much for watching Maelstrom Radio, listening live here on Twitch. Thank you for downloading our show. Leave us a like, comment, and rate us, and we will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Maelstrom Radio. Today's episode is produced by Shintra Zarek and Flatus, a.k.a. Cypher Blackfire. You can find us on the web at www.maelstromradio.com. You can email the show at show at maelstromradio.com. You can find us on Twitter at maelstrom underscore radio and on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash maelstromradio. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash maelstromradio. The intro provided by Benjamin Anthony James and the outro provided by Soto. And until sea swallows all, we'll see you next time.